What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Or maybe when you guys get to know each other longer than a month. And yeah, maybe when you stop lying to her. If not now, then when? Like, when's it ever going to be the right time? Get a credit card first. And then he started talking about, I saw Titanic on TV at the gym. And, you know, that's what I pictured love being. They literally die. (laughs) The following podcast is a Dear Media production. It's Violet Benson, your favorite meme queen and the big sis you didn't ask for, but need. Welcome to Almost Adulting. Almost Adulting. Are you ready? Hey, besties, and welcome to a brand new Almost Adulting, the largest self-love podcast and movement, your number one destination for personal growth and mental health. I'm your big sister and your host, Violetta. So today, welcome to a brand new Tuesday episode. Today is all about Benson Knows Best, or Tuesdays we also do Confession Corner, which I want to bring back Confession Corner where you guys call in again or send me a text with a wild story. So this week I will be posting what I want you to confess over. I'm pretty sure we may just do sugar daddies again or worse dates, but just want to give you a heads up. I guess I can give you the number now if you did want to call in. So if you did want to call in and leave me a wild, wild confession, and don't worry, I can take out your name if you don't want to share it you can call 424-278-4268. Once again, that's 424-278-4268 with a wild sugar daddy story or a wild first date gone wrong story, okay? Or you can also email me a press at daddyissuesla.com with a wild story. Yeah, so that's that. I also wanna start doing live advice where we have you call me on zoom and I just give you live on advice those are just my dreams (laughs) well honestly before I started recording today's episode I felt so tired because I just finished watching the reunion of love is blind which is what we'll be discussing today and it sucked all the energy out of me it felt as if I was dating Uche (laughs) because I had no happiness (laughs) More energy left when I finish. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. I don't know how every season they manage to one-up each other and make it even worse. But the producers have a knack, a real talent for just finding the worst possible people for their reality shows. If I can recommend a good dating show, not to be biased, because I know if you guys know me well, you know that I've been kind of just sticking to Korean shows. But (laughs) I will say a really good dating show only has two seasons is Singles Inferno. I thoroughly enjoyed it. So you guys should check it out. But to start off the episode, I wanted to cover finally, thank God, Love is Blind is over. Thank Jesus. And we had a few last episodes come out and I wrote some notes for myself to discuss it with y'all. Oh, wow. I'm such a Stacy for saying y'all. By the way, 
I have now had my period for three weeks. And I just, as I'm recording this, I realized that is also why I am feeling so exhausted. I don't know if you guys have ever gone through this. This is my first time ever experiencing this. I recently got back on birth control because that's what works for me for my PCOS. And my doctor recommended a birth control for me that you can take for three months. So you don't get your, you only get your period every three months. So when I got on my birth control for my second month, within the first week, I got my period. And I was like, and my friend said, oh, just keep taking the birth control. It'll stop. And now it's the third week. <laughs> and I'm still on my period. So as an anemic person, that explains why every day I feel so tired because I forget that I've been bleeding for three months. It's really interesting how women are, you know, women, we bleed usually for a week and we don't die. So men should be scared of us. I'm just saying, just a thought. And that's been super exciting for me. I just been bleeding out of my V-hole for the last three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> So in a, like two days, I get to stop taking my birth control and then I can finally have a period. I just hope it'll go away. But if I could choose between having my period for three weeks or having to rewatch season five of Love, Love is Blind, I would probably choose having my period for three weeks. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about Love is Blind. Let's see. Let's look at some of my notes that I had. Mm. All right. Okay, this was one of the episodes, one of the last episodes. I don't even recall if I already mentioned it, but when I was watching it, and by the way, some people are so obvious when they're intoxicated, just in their eyes and the way they speak. It's It always throws me off, but there's certain people you just know, from Lydia to Izzy. I don't, you know, the other cast was just not as memorable, so I am forgetting, but with those two, you can always tell when they're intoxicated. But there was just one part that stuck with me. Let's start with Izzy. When they he went off on Johnny, which was really creepy and weird. And then he went home with Stacy, And he was just like, oh, babe, when I saw you rail into Johnny, it really turned me on. Like, I saw you put another girl. And it's like, oh, so you mean you saw her put another girl down and that turned you on? Okay, dude, just... The, don't love that, you know, maybe, maybe worry about getting your credit score up instead of worrying about having your girl put other women down. I'm just saying. And it's just so obvious. The minute any couples, any couple out there is so busy worrying about someone else's relationship and trying to tear them apart or put them down or break them up, whatever it is, that's how you know when the couple is not secure. Hence, they came home and they start fighting and they started discussing their insecurities. And it was really obvious also that Stacey was really jealous of Johnny. Then Izzy went up about the whole thing. You make me feel like I'm not enough for you. And here's the thing. One, it's not good for either side. If you're dating someone and they constantly tell you, you make me feel like I'm not enough for you, you have to leave them. I know it sounds terrible to say that, but it's the truth. Because people fall in love with you through how they see themselves through your eyes. So if they're constantly looking at you and they feel like they're not enough, regardless whether or not you actually bring them down, sometimes it's their own personal issues. Sometimes it has nothing to do with you. Sometimes someone dates you because they're repeating a pattern. And no matter what you do, no matter how much you uplift them, they look at you and they feel not enough. And like I said, people only fall in love with you based on how they see themselves through your eyes. So if they don't feel like they're enough, they will never be able to fall in love with you. So that's A. B, when someone constantly tells you, you make me feel like I'm not enough, run. 
it is not an invitation for you to try and fix them. And it is, it's not an invitation for you to dim your light so they will feel enough. They are telling you, I'm not enough for you. And I'm probably also not going to try to be enough for you. So either bring yourself down to my level or we're just both going to be unhappy in this relationship. So that's that. Then I finally saw the last episode, which was the wedding episode. Only two couples made it to the wedding part, which was Izzy and Stacey and Lydia and Milton. May I just say, Milton, favorite character from the show. He may have been the youngest one, but he was definitely the most mature. He speaks very well compared to everyone else. I mean, even during the reunion when Izzy was like, oh, who were you? You've changed. Well, look at you. I'm so proud of you, boy or little boy. Like you've changed since the show versus now on the reunion. Shut the fuck up, Izzy. You are not even half the man that Milton is. Milton has always been very well-spoken. Milton has always had good credit. <laughs> okay. You just know. Milton has always had his shit together. Milton is always also, you can tell Milton comes from a very supportive family, from a good family. And he always seemed like he had a good head over his shoulder. And the way he's handled himself, the way, just everything about him. He may have been the youngest, but he's definitely was been the most mature. So I really like Milton, honestly. He's such a great guy. <laughs> Shout out to Milton. <laughs> okay, so... When the wedding was happening, I was very glad Izzy and Stacy did not make it through. I, you can tell they weren't going to make it because of the financial stuff. I just knew immediately. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with knowing what you need. So don't ever listen, whether it's to internet trolls or to anyone out there that will tell you what you deserve. If you believe, if you have certain standards and you stand by them, and you believe that you know what you bring to the table and that equates to what you're expecting, then, you know, you're not asking for too much. If you grew up with a family that your father always supported you, of course, it will make sense that you will be looking for a man to support you. And there's nothing wrong with that either. I don't like how people think that just because now we're more evolved, quote unquote, that people shit on other women if they expect a man to be the provider or they have certain you know, old fashioned things for a man, whether it was from JP with the woman he's looking for. Personally, I would never date a man like JP, but I understand the men like JP are out there. And I know there's going to be the right woman for a man like JP, which he's currently dating. So I don't agree with constantly putting other people down just because their standards are different than ours. That's all I'm saying. VO comes from bacteria from all over the body. So why do deodorants stop at your pits? That's why I'm so excited to tell you about Lumi, the world's best whole body deodorant. Its formula is clinically proven to control odor causing bacteria everywhere, like your pits, your privates, and beyond for a whooping 72 hours. I'm obsessed with their products. First of all, they have the whole body deodorant. It's the first of its kind. And Lumi is seriously safe to use everywhere on your body your pits, your under boobs, your thigh folds, your belly button, your butt crack, your vulva and feet and so on. It was created by an OBGYN who saw firsthand how normal BO was being misdiagnosed and mistreated. So love that. And it's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 
hours. And it's also pH balanced for safe use below the belt. They have various products. And one of my favorite products right now from Lumi that I use are their deodorant wipes, which I keep in my car, and then their body wash that I now use every single day because I have sensitive skin. And then some body washes for me just make me dry or make me break out, but not Lumi. It just gets my body and it smells so good. So definitely that's two of my favorite products aside from their Lumi deodorant as well. And now they have this Lumi starter pack, which is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like their mini body wash and deodorant wipes and free shipping. So as a special offer for my listeners, for my besties, all of my besties can now get $5 off of a Lumi starter pack with my code ADULTING, a lumideodorant.com that equates to over 40% off of your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com using my code ADULTING. Not only will you be supporting my podcast, but you will be also supporting your hygiene. Okay, I want to tell you guys about this underwear that I've been obsessed with. I know what you're thinking, V, why are you telling us about your underwear? Well, I feel like we're best friends. I can tell you anything. I just can't keep it to myself, okay? It's too good. It's the Fits Everybody Collection by Skims. And I feel like it's their best kept secret. Like, not only am I obsessed with Skims and I just wear everything they have, but their underwear is just, it hits different, okay? It's a feeling like no other underwear I've ever worn before. It's so stretchy, it's soft, and it kind of just melts onto your body and you forget that you're wearing it especially for me who I normally used to never wear underwear because it was just so uncomfortable but now finally with skims fits everybody collection I finally wear underwear because it feels like I'm not wearing any I love it and I think that everyone should experience this level of comfort skims is creating the next generation of underwear for every body okay their fits everybody collection of underwear is super lightweight and it molds to your body their buttery soft fabric stretches to twice its size without ever losing shape meaning you get a perfect fit every time it's available in sizes extra extra small all the way up to 4x so you guys believe the hype skims has over a hundred thousand five-star reviews for a reason the fits everybody collection and more perfect fit essentials are available now at skims.com plus you get free shipping on orders over 75 dollars after you place your order be sure to let them know that i sent you by selecting podcasts in the survey and then be sure to select my show almost adulting in the drop down menu to show that not only you support my show but you support my taste okay love you guys at the wedding thank god stacy was being a smart woman and she decided to say no at the wedding to izzy and then izzy was all you know sad afterwards and he said things like when is it ever going to be the right time if not now then when and it's like i don't know izzy maybe when you're allowed to have a credit card like you know like adults like real adults maybe or maybe when you guys get to know each other longer than a month and yeah maybe when you stop lying to her if not now then when like when's it ever going to be the right time get a credit card first and then he started talking about i saw titanic on tv at the gym and you know that's what i pictured love being they literally die (laughs) like you pictured love being where The woman was super rich, the guy was dirt poor, and they got together on the boat because they knew they were going to die. I mean, to be fair, I've never actually finished Titanic. I shouldn't say that. I mean, it came out when I was young, really young, and it took me like 10 times. It took me like 10 times to try to watch Titanic and not fall asleep through it. But romance movies are normally not 
my forte, except obviously unless it's a Korean show romance. I'm really into that. Big difference, I feel like, in my opinion. But I never got into Titanic. But based on what I recall, there's room on the boat and then she doesn't let Leo on the boat and then he just freezes to death in the water. So I don't if that's your idea. It just it's like when people say, I want to love like Romeo and Juliet. I'm sorry. Do you not know the ending? <laughs> They die. <laughs> so it's kind of the same thing. He's like, oh, love like that. Oh, did you relate to the Titanic love because the dude was poor and he thought it hit the jackpot because the lady was rich? Okay. He doesn't even make it, dude. Like it doesn't, it, I don't get it. And then he said, um, he just said he basically wants a relationship like that because it's unconditional. Let me just be real right now. Asking for unconditional love from people you're dating is delusional. The only unconditional love you will ever get will be from your dog, even though technically it's conditional because you have to feed them or they die. You will have unconditional love for your children because that's a bond that nothing compares. And you will have unconditional love with your parents, the ones who have good relationships with them. But it's delusional to expect unconditional love from the people around you, especially when you first start dating. It's conditional. It's based on how you make me feel. Like, hello, you don't make me feel good about myself. Oh, that immediately became conditional. Because if you don't make me feel good about myself, then I don't want to be with you. Or in this conditional, I'm looking for this and this. Can you fit my standards? So it's just delusional to expect unconditional love from people you just are dating. And the reason it's delusional is because they're not just dating. They're supposed to say to get married and that's forever. So it's delusional to expect someone to not care about their potential forever partner about their habits or lifestyle, because for real grownups, for real adults, like I forget sometimes that Izzy isn't 45. I get it. He's supposedly 29 in dog years, but he pretends like it's in human years. So to him, he may not understand how adults work, but yeah, it kind of matters. You kind of have to make sure that you have similar lifestyles and habits, because if you can't make it before you get married, you will never survive after you get married. And then after, if you decide to have children, the fights get really real after that. My mom taught me that when she would watch my ex and I constantly fight. She said, dating is your honeymoon stage. If you're fighting now, you'll never make it through marriage. And you know what? She was right. So that's that. And then he was making me laugh and he was like really drunk post-wedding. And he's like, does a credit card score really matter? It's like, yes, Izzy, it literally matters. Again, especially when you're an adult, like, is he for real? Like you need a credit card and uh, you need a credit score to buy a home, to buy a car, to do grown up stuff. And then he said, it just makes me wonder, you know, like you're 33 years old and you're single and you're not married. It makes me wonder why. And I don't know, maybe because she has standards, maybe because women nowadays can provide for themselves. Unlike in the old days when they weren't allowed to work, when they weren't allowed to provide to themselves. So they had no choice but to be married to a man. Times have changed. That's one of the reasons now a lot of women make more than men and makes a lot of men not feel good. But times have changed for what women need men for. And it's crazy because back then the reason the marriage rates were higher was because women needed a man to provide while they sat at home and took care of the kids. Now, marriage rates are lower because women can also provide for themselves. So then what do you need a man for? You need a man for an equal partner a lot of the time, a man to give you love, you know, to be your best friend, to be your other half. And, and I think that sometimes becomes harder because people are like not used to those maybe new <laughs> things that you're looking at. Bro, I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't like the guy. I'll just be honest. Also, I heard a rumor. People said that supposedly Izzy had an Airbnb and he was too embarrassed or he didn't actually bring Stacy to his real apartment and he rented out an Airbnb, which is why he had so many girly things in the apartment and which is why he also didn't have nightstands because it wasn't actually his place that he actually, he either borrowed from one of his female friends, his sibling, or it was an Airbnb. And honestly, at this point, I believe it. I think Izzy's a liar and I don't think it's personal. I think he genuinely felt embarrassed because of where Stacy family is from and I think if he felt uncomfortable to present himself in that light on TV because you know it's normal for humans to have an ego and I think his ego got the best of him but I'm very happy they're not together they're not right for each other and yeah I will say also in the end I was really happy for Milton and Lydia in the end Lydia grew on me and I was very happy that she removed herself from Uche that man was toxic and there's nothing better than when you see a happy ending for a woman that clearly has gone through a lot because of some dude that quote, quote, make, made her go crazy, made her act crazy. And then you get to watch her find a man that brings her peace. I think it's really settling and sweet and nice. And Milton obviously brings out the best in her. He makes her feel valued. He makes her feel heard. And he brings her peace. And I think with Milton, we got to see a whole different side to Lydia. And I like them together. And I think it was interesting to watch how they ended up having such a love story in the end. Even if Lydia came on the show just to potentially get Oche back, I think it should give hope to other women out there. Because sometimes there's a reason why Dork is closing on you. And sometimes you don't get what you want because there's something even better out there. And this is what we got to see with Lydia. She went on the show for one reason, which was Uche. And then she left the show married with an even better man. And I don't care about the age difference. To me, it makes no difference because they seem like a good match and he's way more mature than all of them. As for the reunion, Lydia and Milton are still together. Good. Stacey and Izzy were not together. I was very proud of Stacey for moving on. Their body language, though, made me uncomfortable. It was weird how often Izzy kept touching Stacey's leg, even though they're both... Like, imagine being the girl that Izzy's dating and watching your boyfriend touch his ex-fiance's leg on the show multiple times. That could never be me. I would never be okay with that. And then I'm sure Izzy will come home and cry about it and then gaslight her into thinking it's her fault. And then she'll be like, why would you touch your ex-girl? And he'll be like, you make me feel so bad about myself. <laughs> oh, Izzy. And then Johnny looked beautiful in her dress. I was really shocked when I found that the Johnny and Chris were not together. I was never expecting Chris to be the dude with the reversed Uno card who ended up cheating on Johnny. Never saw that coming, I will say. But I guess in the end, Johnny thought she was finally, you know, she stopped repeating her pattern. But I guess she really has a type and she did not break the pattern because she did end up dating someone who, you know, let her down. I felt bad that she questioned herself that I wonder if this wouldn't have happened if I didn't do what I did. But I think, like I said, everything happens for a reason. And um, Chris was in the wrong but they both have new partners now. So I'm happy for both of them. But I will say it's not, I personally could never date someone that was with someone else when they met me because normally, and ask uh, Khloe Kardashian, but normally 
how you get them is how you lose them. So there's nothing to be proud of if you meet someone and they leave their person to be with you. You didn't win a prize. You lost because eventually they're going to do the same to you. I'm just saying. Let's see what else. Looking back, I think Lydia did Aaliyah a favor, even though Aaliyah seemed bitter. And plus, she's dating someone new. So good for her. Aaliyah said how she tried to date Uche afterwards a little bit. And then she said how she thought that maybe she wasn't the type of woman he was normally attracted to because you started going around saying things like that. And I will tell you, Uche's type, he has a type. And that type is women he can put down to lift himself up because that man does not feel good enough about himself. That man feels only good when he feels like he's above the person he's dating. And what kind of person is that? The person you're dating is someone that you should adore. You should look at them with endearment. It's your other half, you know? There has to be something wrong with you mentally if you're dating someone and the only way you feel good about dating that person is them being beneath you. Okay, besties, I feel like I've fallen in love with the new protein powder. I feel like I finally found my new favorite morning shake. Usually I find the protein powders have this like gross, chalky aftertaste, but clean, simple eats is different. It's so creamy and smooth with absolutely zero chalkness and you guys their vanilla flavor is absolutely my new favorite flavor it tastes like clouds clouds is the most delicious protein that i've ever had in my life i've started drinking it now every single morning to just wake me up i mix it with almond milk and then i just shake it up and add some oatmeal into it they have basically 26 delicious all natural flavors you can't go wrong with any of them like i said i love their vanilla flavor but they have so many other unique flavors like pumpkin pie coconut cream snickerdoodle i'm actually planning on trying their pumpkin pie next week so yeah one of the things that i love about clean simple eats in their high ingredient standards is their protein powders always grass-fed with no artificial ingredients third-party tested, non-GMO, and gluten-free. Plus, Clean Simple Eats is a female-founded, female-owned business, and you know I love that. So visit cleansimpleeats.com and use my code ADULTING at checkout for 20% off of your first order. That's cleansimpleeats.com with my code ADULTING for 20% off of your first order. I would say Uche's and Lydia's stories were probably the most shocking ones because they both started so opposite of how we felt about them. And in the end of the season, it was like a 180, nine and day with how we felt about them. So that's that. Oh, and I think also Taylor and JP. I'm not going to hate on JP for, you know, wearing his American flags as an immigrant that came to America to live the American dream. I've never understood American citizens that shit on living in the U.S., who were born here and are not thankful for the opportunities America gives you. Maybe I sound like an immigrant for saying that, but anyone that's an immigrant, I've talked to other immigrants about this before. We're always so thankful that we get to come here from a different country that wouldn't have given us the same opportunities. So I would never shit on someone that's proud of their country and that wears the flag of their country. I think that's amazing. That's beautiful. And hopefully one day Americans will love their country again because I don't get that part. But I will say, Taylor also dodges bullet with JP. I don't know who JP is currently dating, but it's <laughs> it's probably a sex doll with the American flag <laughs> as her lingerie, <laughs> I would assume. <laughs> okay, lastly, I wanted to bring something up that I noticed, and that is I was really rooting for Stacy, and then I stopped rooting for Stacy when 
I noticed just what a mean girl she was with Johnny. I ended up feeling uncomfortable and so bad for Johnny. And it sucked because I was really all about her. And then she just, I was so off of her. And I don't think mean girls are cool. I think mean girls are girls that peak in high school. And then are they're just obviously bitter the rest of their life. And then she released a statement yesterday about how mean she was to Johnny. I haven't read it, so I thought I could read it on this episode. And she said... I have anxiously been waiting in silence to address the context of where my frustration and anger comes from regarding Johnny. You're jealous of her, but okay. During and outside of filming, she bashed me as a person as well as my physical appearance. While in the pause, she told my fellow castmates, Izzy will never be happy with her. If that's what he wants, he's going to have bigger problems outside of here. Stacy is the safe choice. If Izzy chooses Stacy, he's going to be disappointed at the reveal because she's not hot. Some of these things were said while I was in the room, and some were said to my friends behind my back, who in turn told me. I never once called her out or attacked her for doing these things because I was focused on my relationship and engagement with Izzy. At the barbecue, which, hold on, by the way, that's not even that bad. I mean, looks are subjective. Obviously, you two are competing for the same guy. You also talk shit about her. So I'm so confused. If somebody said, I can't believe he liked her, Violet's not even that hot, cool, that's how you feel. If you know you're good looking, if you know a man's into you, who gives a shit if someone else said I'm not hot? Like, that's your opinion. And by the way, you need glasses then if you don't think I'm hot. Bitch. No, I'm kidding. I wouldn't curse. I just think that was that was childish. Next. Okay, she continued. She said, at the barbecue, Milton, Johnny, and I were sitting together. Milton said, man, Johnny, I don't remember Stacy from the pods, but we met in Mexico and she's super cool. Johnny scuffed and replied, not memorable, shocking with a sarcastic tone, making me feel like I shouldn't be a memorable person. That sounds, again, that's a you problem. You just projected a reality that probably didn't exist. You don't actually know if she was being sarcastic or whatever it is. It's how you feel about yourself is what you project and assume that that's how people are acting towards you. Just FYI. So she said, I had no reply. I had yet to reply to her in any negative manner. But she crossed my boundaries with a final remark which is why you see me respond the way that I do after she approached me with a deceitful comment. The comment I made about Johnny's face <laughs> was because I was shocked that someone who was supposedly Lydia's closest friend was acting like she believed Oche's awful accusations about her and finding humor in it. It felt like a betrayal of the friendship I knew were built in the pause. And while my reaction may have been inappropriate, I know I owe it to explain why I felt disturbed by that. It feels very ironic that I'm being portrayed as a bully when in fact, the actions of Johnny very much come across to me as antagonizing for which I stood up for myself and others against. I strongly encourage anyone feeling attacked or belittled to stand up for themselves. Many of my fellow castmates witness all of which I am stating and have encouraged me to speak up. These cast members are Izzy, James, Milton, LAVG, Taylor, Miss Renee Poach, Mima, Paige Tilly, Linda Chi, Shonla. Okay. All right. So that was her statement. And then she muted the comments that, yeah. And then she deleted any mean comments and she just kept 40 positive comments. Yeah, man, I was rooting for you, Stacey. I really like how you handle things with Izzy. I don't like girls being mean to other girls. You may not see it, but you took your failed relationship with Izzy and everything you didn't like about him. And you ended up 
taking all that anger and dumping it on the wrong person. You took all that anger and you took it out on Johnny. Again, you may not be self-aware enough to see that because sometimes it's hard for us to see things we're not ready to see. But the way you were acting makes it seem like the door has not closed with Izzy and your anger, a projection of the fact that you and Izzy didn't work out and you completely took it out on Johnny. Johnny has moved on twice. First with Chris, who cheated on her, and now with the new man that she's dating. So yeah, and by the way, in between, Izzy made out with Johnny a week after him and Stacey broke up. So the same man, you know, the tale is old as times. The girl the dude tells you not to worry about is definitely the first girl he's going to hook up with the minute you guys break up. Every fucking time. And that's what happened this time too. So Stacy, clearly she insinuated, fucked a bunch of other girls the minute they broke up. So your anger should not be with all these other women. Your anger should be with the man who tricked you into believing he was someone else during the pods versus who you actually met after the pods face to face. I can't roll with that. When women bring other women down and just, it's such in poor taste, it's pathetic. It's embarrassing, it's pathetic. And when you go trying to compete with another woman for a man, those men laugh at you. It makes their ego feel good. They think they're great, but no one's a winner in that case. They think you're pathetic for doing that. No one respects people who bring other people down. Unless, of course, they're also not happy on the inside and then you can just both be miserable together. So good luck with that. But if you have issues with someone else, nine out of 10 times, you should probably look from within because it's something you don't like about yourself. That's the truth. Okay, that concludes. Wow, look at all the energy I suddenly have. That concludes me bleeding out of my vagina and covering the last few episodes of Love is Blind season five. I'm so excited to never be speaking about this show again. <laughs> I hope you guys have a beautiful week and whatever is happening in the world, don't forget to put your mental health first and to put the phone away if it's not bringing you joy, if it's making you upset. And always remember to put yourself first because you can be everything for everyone else if you are nothing to yourself. Okay? I love you, besties. Bye. Mwah.